So as you might be able to hear in the background, I'm boiling some water, getting ready. I need to make up a tea bag. So I'm having Black Forest today. So I'm going to scoop up loose. So I scoop up a half a tablespoon and I put it into the tea bag. I buy open tea bags that you can fill. And um, this one has a little, little tuck in. Yeah, give it a little twist. And there you have a perfect little tea bag for when the water boils. So when that's done, we will make some tea. Just giving you a little behind the scenes on what goes on before we record. So, oh. That's the beep. It's time. Welcome to Tea with Kehoe. I live in one room with a good view of the wall. I make cups of tea and wander in the hall. I sit on my bed and cut my fingernails. I try on a shirt that I build as a jungle. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good whenever you happen to be listening. Welcome to Tea with Kehoe. I am Kehoe. I've got my tea with me. I've got my pipe with me. I've got my good spirits with me. I hope you have some or all of the same. So, uh, the other day, I had a thought. And it was sort of like... It came from what happened on Sunday. I, through a stroke of luck, had a chance to go to the game, uh, the Bills-Dolphins game. And my nephew had an extra ticket, and he offered it to me, and yay, I went. And it was a good day. Not a great game, but a great day, in fact. And while there, I was walking to meet my nephew, where they were, you know, they parked on the other side of... uh, the stadium I parked on one side didn't purposely do that just sort of how it happened so as I'm walking to meet them I had packed my pipe and I was walking through the parking lot and it really sort of hit me at that point that yeah it is absolutely legal and I don't have to hide my pipe from the police but I saw two cops on horseback come walking past me or walking up to me and I was just like I'm putting it away because it's just habit. I can't not do that, I guess. I've got to learn to, like, not do that. But, and, you know, the day was going on. There was a whole lot going on. So the whole, you know, smoking freely didn't really, you know, <clears throat> take hold in my brain until after the fact and the next day at work. And I was driving And I was thinking about the day and everything and how we were sitting on the guardrail between the parking lot and the sidewalk, getting ready to go over into the stadium. And we hit the pipe. And, yeah, we could do that. It's, you know, we don't have to hide from the police. We don't have to, like, do it covertly, like sneak between, you know, a couple of of RVs and, uh, and hit the pipe real quick. We are allowed to do it. So it was... You know, 
liberating and it felt really great and the thought was it's like when we were back in college in like 91 90 91 92 that time frame we were always like imagining what it would be like when they legalize it what would it be like when marijuana becomes legal and for me it always had to get off of the schedule one drug uh, list and become completely legal. And then I thought companies like Marlboro or Camel or the big, you know, companies would start producing and selling us joints. You know, just like a regular commercial thing. You know, you got Budweiser, you got Bud. Why not just sell them uh, at the store at the same time? You know, it seemed like a logical thing to me. Because we did not, we were college kids who just like to get high and daydream. So we never put a lot of like serious thought into it because we figured, you know, legalization in that far off future. I often joked when I'm 80, well, I'm 50 and it's now legal in my state. So it's, it's getting there. I mean, it's not legal nationwide. I can't just carry it with me on the plane. But there might be a day soon when that comes. Uh, it's not like I need to carry it with me. I'm, I'm just saying that it's, it would be good to know that I could just freely move about my country, not have to worry about what recreational thing I like to do to take the edge off. You know, so that's what I'm fully waiting for. And... Uh, but when we were back in school, we never could imagine all the different ways you could get marijuana into your body. I mean, back then we knew about, you know, smoking it and we knew about eating like a Bud Brownie or maybe someone had made some butter that they found a recipe for and they made like Rice Krispie treats or something like that. So that was the extent of our like knowledge of you know, edibles. We didn't even call them edibles. That, that wasn't even a term back then. It was just, you know, you gonna eat it? Yeah, we just, it was so simple. It was a simpler time. You know, your pothead seeds and stems. I mean, you're never not gonna have a little bit of a stem. That's just sort of how the plant grows. But you absolutely can control the seeds and Back then, there was really no control. You might buy an eighth and you were gonna get, you know, a quarter that was gonna be lost to stems and seeds. It was inevitable. It was, you know, maybe not that much, but still, you were losing valuable, valuable smoke. So, but we never imagined how it could, you know, be put into drinks and, you know, salad dressings and, you know, frostings and cakes and all types of fun ways to like I never thought it's like hey let's uh let's have a salad dressing that'll get you fucked up all right I'll eat that salad all goddamn day you know I think that's a great idea so we would just like daydream about how it's like oh yeah we'll just go to the store we'll buy joints you know you know a pack of 10 will be like x amount of dollars you put a tax on it and that tax could you know, save America. And we roughly did the math and, you know, 
you can raise billions of dollars on taxing pot and like you do alcohol and there's probably millions of tax dollars brought in by alcohol so what are you know just let the states tax it let the government tax it we'll all still enjoy it it'll just you know the people who like this generation where it's where it first happens will think oh my god these are taxing pot and it's so expensive this and blah 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 in time prices will drop things will equalize and it won't even be a notice in 10 or 20 years from now it won't even be a thing like complaining about the price of pot because it won't be a thing in 20 or 30 years it'll just be a commodity that we buy at the store and I think that's gonna be a good time at least like a good time meaning like not like woo but it's like a peaceful time a good time a just it's gonna be life and that's how it's gonna be and it's gonna be good so I mean that was my thought how we just we couldn't imagine today back then and in that thought we can't imagine you know 30 years from now because we just don't know what these 30 years are going to produce and what advancements what I mean we never thought about the iPhone the smartphone the internet 1990 91 we were naive I mean it was going you know computers were going things were happening but we were not anywhere in the vanguard we were just sitting in our apartments getting stoned so and dreaming of the future well the future happened while we were getting high and I can't wait to see what the future will bring <laughs> I can't it's, it's gonna be fun if we make it and that's the only little down caveat I'll put on it if we can get 30 years into the future I think it will be a good thing we just gotta get there fingers crossed cartoons lied to me I have never walked past a window and seen a pie cooling on the windowsill. Doesn't happen. Nope. Not at all. Does not happen. You can't tell me it has ever happened in this world. Have you ever walked past a window and seen a pie cooling on it? No, you haven't because it doesn't happen. It's just fundamentally, it just, it, it, especially now the way windows are made, there's no way you could place a level pie on a fucking windowsill. It does not happen. I don't know why old movies and cartoons and old TV shows persist. Persist. Like they keep pushing it on us. Why they show pies on windowsills. What? What? Why? It makes no sense to me. So it's just, yeah. Yeah. Does not happen. And now a poem 
from the poet named Poet. This poem is entitled, In the Absence of All That is Good and Holy, with the understanding of the fate and the destiny of what lies ahead, with the reverence reserved for only the most deserving and worthy of all that lives on this faulty and broken world, I give you the encapsulating everythingness that takes everything ever and condenses it into itself as a representation of the beauty of the planet as a whole. Butterflies. Thank you. It's going to be a short show this week, so thank you all for hanging out and listening to Tea with Kehoe. I had a good time. Hope you had a good time. And if you did... Next week, I'll be doing this again. So I will talk to you again next Wednesday. Keep listening. Uh, go to the Tea with Kehoe uh, Facebook page or Facebook group. You can join that and uh, find us on Instagram and all that kind of stuff. Follow Tea with Kehoe. Glad you're here. Talk to you soon. Go out into the world. Be a kind, nice person. And I'll talk to you next week. And I'm pointing over to, like, my right, like, that's next week. Because to my right is next week. That's the future. To my right is the future. Next week. So, yeah, I'll see you next week. All right. <laughs> Talk to you soon. Honey, turn